you everyone for tuning in to the Storyline Podcast. I'm John Choate, your host, and today we have Ben Statler of North Bend Studios. Thanks for joining us, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. So Ben actually helped me a couple weeks ago with a job. It was a aerial flight kind of drone deal where we went out on a job site, and afterwards we got coffee and kind of introduced ourselves, got to know each other a little bit. And one of the things that we were discussing was that we're actually both on our own doing content creation, and we're both at the two-year mark of being out on our own, more or less, right? Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I thought it would be fun to do an episode where we sort of talked about the journey from switching from the (laughs) nine-to-five Um, to the stressful full time on your own. I'm, oh, just, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, it has its ups and downs, right? So he's not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, anyways, I was just wondering, maybe you could just introduce yourself a little bit and talk about sort of your journey towards starting North Bend and doing doing that full time. Yeah, John. Once again, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I started North Bend, uh, I think, yeah, two years ago now. And in that time leading up to it, I always loved like drawing and uh, I loved the just the creative aspect of just seeing the things I was seeing in the world come to life on a page. And from that, uh, developed my interest in photography. Um, I saw it as a quicker way to communicate the things that uh, I was seeing in the world and uh, and then from that uh, it jumped into videography and the way that I got more into that is my grandparents they owned uh, a hunting preserve uh, their own small business and uh, with those small businesses they usually don't have a lot of budget so I was able to uh, kind of practice my craft there without fear of failing and uh, judgment and all those sure. things that go with it. Um, and during that time I was working at Shields, uh, and doing retail nine to five. Um, and so as I was building that up, I got to a spot where I was just like, you know what? Like, I think I can produce the things that I was seeing, uh, on TV. And, uh, I was just like, you know what? I, I got to go for it. And so me and my wife got married, and the next thing we did, we started North Bend Studios, <laughs> yeah. which uh, was an endeavor in itself. Yeah, that's awesome. And you exclusively only do weddings, correct? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I do do some weddings, but uh, my focus is mainly on like the commercial uh, side of photography and videography. I knew in my retail setting uh, working weekends and things like that. And then also looking forward, uh, with starting a family and stuff. I just knew weekends. I really didn't want to bog down. Sure. And, uh, so I made a very conscious decision starting out is like, we're going to go after the commercial. Yeah. So would you say that that's, well, and first of all, I know that you don't do weddings. So that was a joke <laughs> just for the <laughs> listeners out there. Um, cause we're sort of in a similar, uh, spot where, we didn't really identify in the beginning what we were going to say no to. So our approach to creating content was more around the idea of, well, if we're going to make this work, let's say yes to everything. And so now we're in the phase of like weddings are, are fun and they're great. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of stress, but 
um, you know, the, the thing is, is it's like, you're saying it takes up your weekend. And if you're, you're in the process of starting a family that can be really like, that's the sweet spot, especially if, if you're, if your partner works <laughs> nine to five, right? So correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's really good. And, and I think that's one of, maybe one of your points, maybe that you didn't even know you were saying is that, um, identifying what you're not going to do helps you excel in the things that you are going to do. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's, I totally agree with that. Um, and, uh, I would also say though, like on the commercial side, like we did say yes to pretty much everything. <laughs> uh, it took us a while before we were able to identify the things sure. that like we really didn't want to say yes to, but I think it was just an honest, uh, realization for us of just, uh, looking in and saying like, you know, we don't really want to hit this market. Sure. Yeah. So what would you say is your favorite thing to shoot? Do you have like a favorite sort of, maybe it's a style? Yeah. Uh, I really love probably more of like a narrative style, um, where we are, uh, telling a story. Um, but really I'm being still two years in, I mean, like I'm still finding out like what it is that like I want to put my hat on, you know? Sure. Um, but the things that are really, uh, drawing me right now is like, um, these documentaries or, uh, more look into like where you're telling a story visually, uh, that's really drawing out a deep like emotion. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's very cool. So, you know, we're kind of talking about we're focusing on this two year journey type thing and what we will and won't do going forward, kind of figuring that out is what are some of the lessons that you've kind of experienced or like things that maybe you would do differently is a better way of asking just in the last two years. Yeah. Great question. And you know, uh, I've learned a lot of lessons. (laughs) Uh, and I think the first one, uh, is just, go after it. Um, action is greater than inaction. And so, Mm. uh, I'm a person who kind of dwells on things. And, uh, I found that the moment I took action, uh, things started to make themselves clearer. Um, so when I was stuck or, uh, trying to decide something, uh, by just taking the next step or the action and not trying to plan out the, the thing, 20, 20 places down, sure. uh, I was able to gain more clarity. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I would say is just like, know your value. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little bit, uh, tougher, but, uh, just taking the initiative and, uh, researching, um, what I would say, uh, the value of like the work that you're doing. Sure. Um, because, uh, if you don't, it's really hard to like, just even communicate to a client, uh, what it is you're bringing to the table sure, and how you can best serve them. Yeah, for sure. So do you do more of like, like package type deals or do you do more? And I'm not asking you to like necessarily <laughs> say a number cause we want the, well, we want the podcast to kind of stand the test of time. Right. So yeah. I, I don't necessarily think we need to go into numbers, but like, do you do more of like a, ba- a package base or, or do you do more of like an hourly rate type of situation? Yeah. So I started off package, um, 
I thought that was a great idea and everything. And I just quickly found out that, um, I just, I wasn't able to, um, I, I was usually putting in more hours than uh, I was actually planning. Sure. And so, uh, I slowly learned that, uh, by going to an hourly, um, that was a better rate or a better way for me to just break down the cost for my customers. Sure. Um, and what I've found is by even just going hourly, um, I can still put packages together, but I just tell them up front, like, this is what my hourly rate sure. is. Um, but, and this is what I plan on, uh, the amount of time, which has gotten better with time is being able to predict how long things are going to take. And then, uh, presenting that all at once. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good approach. And it's interesting that you say that because one of the things that I found, because we, we kind of take the same approach at Storyline, and the, the thing that we noticed was that when you do sort of a package deal, um, the client, and I'm not trying to paint with a broad brush here, but um, yeah. one, of the th uh, one of the things that we noticed was that if you do an hourly rate, then people come more prepared. And so like, cause if you do a package thing, then it's like, oh, the shoot might last all day. But if you kind of do it with an hourly rate and you say, Hey, we can get out of here as soon as, you know, we're done yeah. or like you're, you're ready or prepared. And so we, that's the reason we kind of like that approach too, is it, it really motivates the, the client to save money by doing more stuff on, on their end. Yeah. And I think that's like another lesson, I mean, that I found as I was going is like, uh, putting by having laying out the constraints, I guess, ahead of time, it just, I think is better for everyone. Um, it one puts, uh, it shows the client that, you know, how long something's going to take. Uh, but two, um, it incentivizes them to be prepared. Sure. Yeah. 100% agree. That's cool. So <clears throat> what are you, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to? We're at the two year mark. What is, what does the next two years look like for North Bend? Man, I have so many dreams and things that I want to do, but, uh, I think the biggest thing, uh, is really just me <laughs> working on myself. Uh, I'm a, I feel a lot of times I'm pretty timid and, uh, just taking, um, more, actions towards the things that uh, I would want to do, which is, um, I'd like to get a team of people, you know, sure. people who specialize in specific, um, categories. So if that's like screenwriting, um, if that is, uh, like your wardrobe, lighting, audio, video, and getting people in the right seats. Sure that we can better assist our clients. Yeah. Because uh, at the end of the day, I mean, what I would like North Bend to be is a place where when people come, they feel like they've been taken care of, that it's a, when I say great experience, I mean, they just walk away feeling like they really valued us. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, so that kind of brings me to the, uh, a ne the next question, which is when you first started, did you sort of have like a one man army mentality? Because I know that I certainly did. And I, we're kind of in a similar spot where, you know, we're, we're starting to experiment with contracting out some editing stuff. Mm -hmm. 
And before I was very like possessive of that. And in my thinking, I was just like, I have to be the one that does everything, you know? And so now that I'm starting to let a little bit of the, that go, I'm, I'm still particular, you know, and I have comments or whatever, you know, right. Cause we're just built that way. Yeah. But I guess like, are, have you been, is, has that been a challenge to sort of let some of those things go? Oh yeah. 100%. Um, starting out, I mean, I think it's just, it was like, okay, I'm going to do everything. And I did do everything. And I quickly or semi quickly realized that like, you know what, it takes a team yeah. of people to really produce the highest quality content. It, it can't be a one man band. Um, unless you want to take on a very few selective clients. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah. Somebody early on, um, kind of had pointed that out to me. They were like, "That's you know, a couple of years in, you're going to have to make the decision. Are you going to be a one man show? Or are you going to, you know, tr- learn to trust people, expand it and, and go beyond yourself and, and kind of build it. So, um, that's, that's very great. Um, so obviously like you're very passionate about helping people providing quality content. Um, and your motto is we communicate you. And so I'm wondering if you want to just expand a little bit more on that because, you know, you just didn't come up, like you just didn't throw a motto out there. I I know that a lot of thought went into that. So maybe you can just talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, that motto has just been very true to like who we are, I feel. Um, and if you break it down, I'm going to start with the you, um, where that comes from, I mean, is that we want to focus on you. It's not about North Bend. It's not about me, Ben, about uh, creating this awesome vision and things and uh, how do I keep advancing in that regard. But it's actually providing a service uh, that you guys um, or that the client um, feels valued, Mm -hmm. feels that they can trust us and uh, that they actually get (laughs) what they uh, are searching for yeah. and then communicating, uh, the first part of it just gets, comes back into, uh, what we're actually doing. Um, yes, we, we do videos, we do, uh, photos, uh, we do, um, like broadcasting type things. Um, but at, if you boil it all down, it is, we are communicating, uh, the client to the customers. Mm-hmm. And so making sure that they come across and it's not uh, like a phony or thing like that, um, th- in which uh, that we are using the tools of video and photos to communicate you. Yeah, that's great. So where um, I'm thinking through this, um, obviously, like when you start a business, you have a mission like that, right? And you bump into challenges, right? So I'm wondering, is there, uh, you know, maybe a, a video project that a challenge arose and you had to come up with a creative way of getting out of it or improvising on the spot? I don't. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the biggest challenge is myself most of the time. Yeah. Uh, if you're talking about, uh, like if something's gone wrong or like things like that, like most of my clients are, have been, I mean, I would say all my clients have been great. Um, 
and the things where I've had to like creatively think around is more the fact that I just didn't properly communicate uh, oh, sure. with my client. Okay. Um, I would say there have been times where you would forget maybe if you're going into like uh, the actual details of a project, like where maybe you'd fit, forget like a specific equipment or that uh, figuring out, can you get it, still get it done? Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. But I actually don't have like a specific example for that. No, that makes sense. So you're, you're saying like going through the process, do you have like, have you created like, cause I'm in the process of realizing that I really need to do this, mm-hmm. but like creating checklists. So when you go out, like, for example, like if I'm going to do like a tour of a home, okay, I got to bring the gimbal. I got to bring the camera. I got to <laughs> definitely bring the memory card. Oh yeah. I've some like uh, I've been, uh, so we live in Kelowna. Mm-hmm. So most of my work is a half hour drive. So like 15 minutes in to the drive is usually when I remember Uh-oh. what I forgot. <laughs> like, Oh, I forgot. So I've had to buy SD. I mean, nothing major or anything yep. like that, yep. but I'm just wondering. I've done you, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just wondering like, you know, are you, are you looking at like not only creating maybe checklists for gear, but also like, like things that clients need to know ahead of time and that they need to prep on their own. hundred percent. Um, I, I honestly think that this is like the spot that is actually, uh, that is going to move North Bend to the next level is Mm -hmm. realizing, um, how you can better equip the client and yourself beforehand will make a world of difference of the type of shoot. So, uh, we've developed a process of, uh, like a, a whole like packet that people can walk through where we figure out, we try to figure out every detail of, uh, like feeling what, it, wh- who's the audience, where is it going to be shown? Um, what would make this a success and do you need help with script writing or do you feel like you can do that yourself mm-hmm. or do you need help with like coming up with images or do you already have a plan and just really uh honing in on that um has uh one made my life less stressful (laughs) and two uh I feel like it's been uh really helpful for the clients um and then as for like a shoot date I the night before I try to uh go through everything and make sure that it's all ready because um like you said, most of the time I'm driving down the road and uh, I'm like, I'm just pulling out of my development. I'm just like, oh shoot, I forgot that. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and so I've created totes and like systems where yeah. like I ha- have things specific. I make sure everything goes back uh, when I take it out so that on the day of the shoot, everything has its place and hopefully it's all there. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, that that's great. And so I think what you're really saying too is about properly preparing the client. That's almost just as important as the video, like the, the technical side of like capturing it. Would you say that's a hundred percent? And, uh, yeah. And that really is like even just helping the client understand what they want, uh, as what I found to be really helpful. Uh, I would say a lot of, clients when they come in is like they have a pretty good idea of what they want but they also struggle in the communication of like oh like how 
like this is kind of what I'm thinking, but like um, I don't know really how to say it. So like sure. helping them give them the words and the uh, vocabulary so that we're talking uh, succinctly. And so when the day of the shoot does come, uh, they feel good about it. I feel good about it. And we know uh, what we're, what the goal is. Sure. No, that, that totally makes sense. And I think that that's kind of like, so I, I read a lot of photo video blogs. I know you do the same. We're constantly trying to better the craft, learn as mm -hmm. much as we can. There's a lot of great YouTube channels out there. And one of the most common things I think that people say in the beginning is that it's not the gear. It's really the person behind the camera. Mm -hmm. And so it, it just, um, I think that that's one of the things that I would recommend to anyone that's in, in any kind of business wanting to make the leap and go in their go on go out on their own is customer service is a huge deal and making people feel comfortable. Um, just to give you like a little example, um, these there was a wedding that I helped um, DJ. This is like in my early, nice. <laughs> I only did one and it wasn't DJ is like, we that's break that out sometime. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so basically I got hired to like rent the equipment and play an iTunes list that the bride had made. So it's mm -hmm. DJ, calling it a DJ is above and beyond what it actually was. Right. <laughs> so, but one of the things that I, I learned or experienced was I was kind of in this playing with the idea in my mind of starting getting into photography. Mm -hmm. And so what I realized then was the bride got their photos back and I was kind of like, these photos aren't that great. You know, I didn't know the photographer or anything like that, but I just was like, but she loved them. And one of the things that I, I learned was the photographer took care of her when she was there. Mm. And so she, I mean, yes, the photos are a big deal, right? Cause you'll, yeah. you'll want those forever, but she was so happy with the experience. Mm -hmm. Like the, the, the photographer just wasn't in the background clicking photos. He was out like helping if he needed to. And so that really stuck with me. And so I think that that's really important when, when somebody's putting the, you know, the idea of starting a business together. Oh yeah. And like, it's true for any business. Uh, and especially with like ours, I feel like, I mean, now with cam, like new cameras are dropping literally like every six months <laughs> and like your camera quickly becomes obsolete. Your same like with your lenses and like what you've quickly realized is that people don't really, I mean, they do care about the final product. Uh, don't get me, misunderstand me there, but, uh, they just, they really care about how do you treat them and what what type of feeling are they getting when they work with you? Sure. And like, do they feel taken care of? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. All right. So unfortunately we only have enough time for one more question. I feel like we could chat all day about this stuff. What is something that you would say to someone thinking about quitting or leaving their nine to five and starting their own business? What, what advice would you have for them? Yeah, I think I'd give them two, two, uh, two things. And, uh, the first one's not going to feel as good, but the second <laughs> one, uh, hopefully will, will, 
the first one I would say is uh, just take an honest look. Why do you want to quit your current job? Like what is really pushing you towards uh, this other one? Because I find the majority of the time uh, starting my own business is I'm working on the business versus on the craft. And so ask yourself the questions. Do you have uh, the ambition? Do you have the initiative? Do you have the discipline uh, to really make this thing work because most of the time it is just falling directly on you. Mm-hmm. And also if you have a spouse, just make sure that they're on board. Sure. Uh, talking, <laughs> talking through with them. And that, that's the number one. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just having, and if, if, I mean, it, that having a spouse or someone in your corner who can cheer you on, mm-hmm. uh, will be just tremendously helpful, uh, and cause, lot less headaches for you when you're buying thousands of dollars of equipment. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, and so then the last uh, last advice I'd give you is uh, just go do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you've thought through it, and even if you even if you have some doubts, you know, uh, but you feel like you can overcome them, go do it. I I've learned so much by just taking that step and. Uh, I feel like I've grown so much by doing it um, that I would just really want to push you to, if you've thought about it and you feel like it's the right time and good, uh, just go do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, don't overthink it too much. Get your plan of action and just do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for being on the podcast and uh uh, honestly, we, we wish the best of luck to you in the future and we'll, we'll definitely be, uh, keeping an eye on you and, and rooting for you. So, uh, where can people follow you on social media? Yeah. Thanks, John. And it's been a pleasure. Uh, they can follow us on North Bend studios on Instagram, Facebook, and then we also have a YouTube, uh, channel. Awesome. Well, definitely go check him out. And until next time, this has been the Storyline Multimedia Podcast.